0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, visit JourneyTN.com.
1: Welcome to the Journey Now podcast. My name is Kevin Dixon. I'm one of the pastors here at Journey Church. And we're so glad you've decided to join us. And with me, I have three friends. And uh, to my right, I have Susie Lind. Hello. Across from me is my daughter Alyssa McNally. Good morning. And to my left is, That's right. is Mike That's right. Erie. Yep. And we are
2: Journey Church.
1: Journey Church. There it is. Journey Mike, Church. we need you to talk yeah. into your mic. Okay.
2: I know. <laughs> I don't think
3: people. How often do people tell you you're not loud enough? Never. I mean, <laughs>
2: no, I never hear that. You never so, hear it so, Never. So it's so wonderful. Refreshing. Yeah, yes. it
1: is. It's refreshing
0: it feedback. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: We've been in the middle of a series, "Power in Weakness," and um, i found it to be rather fascinating. This series has you've spoken in it, Susie. I've spoken in it, and Mike has. We've all had our opportunity. I have not. You have not, Alyssa, but. Um, we did interview somebody a lot like you uh, early okay. on in the <laughs> in the um, in the series and and what we 're um, what at least i 'm experiencing from this series is is a renewed um, kind of uh, freshness in understanding the power of God in the life of of people not just us but in the life of people um, Part of another group that meets on a different day, and we talk a lot about our weaknesses in that group. And uh, and you don't know, you really don't know what's going on in people's lives, because mm-hmm. um, everybody kind of puts up a front. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you spoke to a little bit on Sunday. The idea that we argue on the way to church,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um,
3: that was so great that you you compare. <laughs> Go ahead. You compare your. The Christian life to a family picture session.
2: Oh, the Olin Mills. Oh my gosh. That was so good. good.
3: It was so true, too. I didn't
2: realize Olin Mills was a. Oh, yeah! reference that transcended the midwest so
3: totally he wonderful. used to come to our church in california Olin? Or not he but
2: you <laughs> mr. Know. mr mr
1: mills mr mills the, the
3: company would come <sighs> yeah
1: and they do um oh church directories. Uh, church yes directories. That's it, church directories. Church
3: directories but you use the we example the of how like you're like fighting and bickering and and it's such a hot mess trying to get to the photo session and then you get there and as soon as you get there everyone like is calm and
2: Good right. behavior and right. everything,
3: and you have the photo to commemorate the horrific day that <laughs> the was horrific pictures. day that was family. My picture mind day. immediately went to like every house I knew that had like that portrait yes. over the
2: piano. Yes, <laughs> yes, oh, yes. <laughs> absolutely yeah. horrific.
3: So, I'm sorry, I totally went off. The no, rails. that, that
1: <laughs> well, it speaks. It speaks to what the series actually. It's yeah. a, it's a good metaphor for the series. Is that. Oftentimes, how we experience people isn't really how they are,
0: because
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, what's going on underneath, what's going on in their life behind the scenes, with the baggage they bring from their childhood, from their previous marriages, their mm-hmm.
2: church experiences, church
1: experiences, yeah. their jobs, their their successes, their failures. It's 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 a fascinating uh, reminder that everyone everyone has weaknesses that they they cover up, that, mm-hmm. they, that they try desperately for no one, no one to see. Mm-hmm. And yet, um, what Jesus does is not only expose those weaknesses, but encourages us to lean into those because of the, the, the overwhelming sense of where um, when we glory in our strengths, we steal from God what ultimately could be done in our weakness. And so, you were um, speaking about the weaknesses Paul brags about. Mm -hmm. So I thought it'd be good just to have a conversation around the idea of what are we allowed to brag in? Mm -hmm. Like, because you said you know you you spoke to that a little bit on Sunday, Mm -hmm. but what is what is Paul trying to do in that moment to the Corinthian church?
2: Yeah, I mean the the thing that's so fun is the Corinthian church. Had a set of values that are much like American values. They valued um, charisma, celebrity, you know, dynamic speakers. Uh, They they very much valued fog uh, machines. Fog machines, yes, absolutely. Uh, Upward mobility, social ascent, and all of that was built around a rhetorical device called boasting. And boasting was. Um, in, in you didn't have, obviously, social media or resumes or anything. So boasting, in, in speaking terms, was when you would get up and you would just display yourself and the places you've spoken and the people you've spoken to and what you talk about. And Paul, evidently, was just super unimpressive in those ways. And yes. so he, he kind of mocks the Corinthians for valuing that so much. And he says, well, then let me do some boasting too. And, uh, you know, we all... Uh, are familiar with that text where he begins to boast, and it's all the things that show his limitations, his helplessness, yeah. his neediness, his frailty, and um, he points to those—the mm-hmm. things that the Corinthians were indicting him on. He says those are the very things that validate his apostleship, right? And which you know, again, all the good church people in the room go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, of course." Uh, but American Christianity is designed exactly to facilitate the opposite, opposite way of that. thinking. Yeah. Right. Yes, and the opposite way of thinking is the God's way is triumphalism. It's not. It's removing weakness. It's making us strong and then using us. It's, um, I mean, it, really, it's just the American way is the, bapt- the baptism of the American dream, right? It's pulling yourself up, it's being independent, yep. it's being autonomous, it's you know not needing anybody, and 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 it's just completely antithetical to Paul's statement that at the end of things, at the end of my power is where God does some of His best work. Yes. And again, we all say yes to that, and and then we design a Christianity that keeps us purposely from that place, by saying, "Well, you know, if I give money, God will give money back. If I'm pure before marriage, it will be great after." I mean, we we, mm-hmm. we bargain yeah. in all of these ways, and I've, of course, have have done that myself. And um, and and instead, what you see are the people greatly used by God, are the people who are completely and over their heads. And um and and God doesn't do this because he's some uh megalomaniac needing the credit for all the things that he's doing. But he particularly he does this in particular to show the upside-down nature of his kingdom. Right. That it's the it's the least likely. It's the weak uh that will shame the strong. It's the, you know, the the ignoble he says that yep. sort of brings the 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 you know and, and Jesus represents this too when he talks about um, who who are the bearers of the kingdom right and he's talking about the meek and the brokenhearted yeah. and the merciful right. and so there's a consistent theme throughout the scripture that God you know isn't super interested in our so, strength yeah so with that in mind like that that idea um, there is
1: there is obviously a um, a foundation that's been built in the church that's different than that. Mm-hmm. We don't stand on that foundation of weakness, we stand on a foundation of strength. Um, or, How do you think that found its way into this? Mm. Any, any thoughts on that? How do you think that found its way into the church? Like, Because it's so contradictory yeah. to the gospel, it's so contradictory to the way Jesus lived, it's so contradictory to the way that he taught. Um, it, it's contradictory to the cross is what it is. It's contradic- It's a contradiction because the cross is the yeah. ultimate exposure of weakness. Paul
2: literally says, yes. living in your strength empties the cross of its power. Right. Which is about as harsh as he can say something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like taking the gospel and
1: reworking it mm-hmm. into this way that... Um, that kind of just discredits the sacrifice. Yeah.
3: I mean, isn't it? Hasn't it been this way since the beginning of time?
1: Go on. <laughs> yes, maybe. <laughs> help me. Well, I mean,
3: isn't isn't the whole like grab of the apple, so to speak?
1: <laughs> oh.
3: I mean, we're not oh, really sure yeah. it was actually an apple, well, but the fruit. The fruit. Mm-hmm. Isn't that a a grab for power?
1: To be like God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it. It's the pride of life. Mm-hmm. It's the, I want to be my own God.
3: Yeah, I mean, it just, it seems like, it seems like <laughs> when she
1: left. She's so squeaky. Her, oh. uh, Alyssa
2: her has a squeaky. jacket. I'm cold, okay? I'm what, cold. What? <laughs> what material is that? I don't know. Okay, but uh, I... I mean, we'll look it up and let you know. Yeah. But it's funny when she Stay moves. Tuned. Just move, just lift your Maybe arms. Maybe
3: we should take a picture of you for the social medias. Yeah.
2: Mm, I don't
0: know about that for
3: this yeah. particular episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned.
2: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Susie. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just it seems like that was like the that was the initial that we know of, you yeah. know. And I mean, it, obviously it was happening in the Corinthian church and it ha- I mean, the way that you kind of put the Corinthian ch- church next to the Western church, it's very I mean, there's so many similarities mm-hmm. and it I think it's like everything, it seems like there's so many things, so many times in history and entities and organizations and movements that you can point to that started out as a good thing, started out for the benefit of others, yeah. and then, you know, somewhere along the
0: way, it gets twisted. we got a taste of the glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, it's about me. And, right. yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think it more ha- more so has to do with, like, fear. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's what it's about. Huh. yeah more than it is about anything else well, I don't know it's you a, a like- scarcity
3: mindset it's a it's a i don't have enough or I need more power and there's a fear of not having enough strength enough of what I need
0: yeah or even just mm-hmm. like i mean to not know or to not to really rely on god or to rely on the things that you don't know is very scary Mm -hmm. and to take that control back and say i do know i do have the answers i am the person who can tell you the way that's way less scary than allowing there to be unknown to be mystery to trust in something that you cannot see that isn't tangible that isn't to truly trust that is scary and it's also um it's not pretty there's nothing like, um, Amer- at least in America, that's not something that's super beautiful or something that you can, it's not valued, mm-hmm. to trust in something that is, is unseen. unseen. Huh. I think our whole culture is built around trusting in very tangible things, mm-hmm. money, um, houses, wealth, um, but also people, celebrity appearance, parents, mm. all of those things. That's what our culture is reliant on. And so if you strip the people of what the culture is, it's not sexy. It's not pretty. It's not something. It's scary. You take away the comforts of what it means to be a part of a culture. and You say you can't have that anymore to be a part of this religion. It's probably not going to work people aren't going to want to be a part of that because it's so foreign to what they know. It's so anti-culture.
1: Wow. So to present the real Jesus would be offensive.
0: Yeah. I also think like they're, the fascinating part about it too is like this next generation of liberals, Mm -hmm. me, would I think. Are we talking about millennials or Gen Zs? I'm just talking about liberals, mm. next generation. Let's say uh, millennials. <laughs> we'll do millennials, sure.
1: You can speak for millennials. You I are can. One. I am one. Mm-hmm.
0: Is like a lot of the things that we advocate for is actually quite Christ-like. I mean, there's a lot of advocating for mm-hmm. um, the least of these yeah. and making sure that they get heard um, and there to be like equal opportunity for those people, no matter the color of their skin, and we can go on a long list. Their of, gender. Like, their gender, et cetera. Um, And those are a lot of the things that Jesus was about. Um, There's like a lot of those ideas coming back. Mm -hmm. We're starting to value them again. Um, But because of the misuse of Christianity where that isn't happening in the church, Mm -hmm. there's like this disconnect between the two. But in reality, like I think there's a new opportunity for the culture to embrace the way of Jesus if only there wasn't so much baggage with the name. Because I think a lot of the things that we valued then, that, that Jesus is valued, that Jesus valued um, mm-hmm. this new generation that's coming up in leadership, really value. But and it's divorced. They would
1: embrace, you would say.
0: Yeah. But it's, And they're advocating for it. They're is working the pr- towards
1: So therefore the problem is But it's is divorced that, from the church. Well, is G- yeah. Is Jesus... Is is it because it's associated with the church that Jesus is associated with the church? Or...
0: Yeah. And there's just been such a misteaching of who Jesus was that um, this generation is like, that's not who I want to be with. That's not who I want to be a part of. That's not who I want to be like. Yeah. I want to be the opposite of that because they don't know who he is. There's like a... yeah. There's just been so much muddled in regards to who Jesus is that it's like, I don't want anything apart from it. It's like, actually, you do. You've just been mistaught. And it's been like just the name of Jesus and who he is and the stories of who he was has been so destroyed by the culture of American church. It's caused it all to not be something we want to be a part of, even though we value the same things.
1: Right. So so the church itself has has is was to embody the person of Christ. It was to be the representation to yes. the culture of and Jesus. And we've failed
0: miserably. Is.
1: We've we've definitely struggled, there's no doubt. And and yes, there's a a
0: Because the least of mis- these aren't welcome at the church most a, of the time. Mm-hmm. They're right. not. Yeah.
1: That's the struggle. And why are they not welcome is because they're weak.
0: Yeah. Because the people in the church are scared of embracing the people outside that are different than them because it threatens what they have. Right. Okay, guys, somebody else has to talk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) From a baby boomer's perspective, um, I think I'm the only baby boomer. These two other ones are...
3: What are you? Gen X, what up? <laughs> woo, woo Grunge forever. <laughs> Slackers. <laughs>
1: I shouldn't have asked. Um, I, it, quick story from my childhood, and it's really quick. Um, went to church, and on the way home from church, I was sitting in between my three brothers in the back seat of the car. Yeah, I couldn't have told you what the sermon was on. We were probably in grade school, and of this vivid memory, my dad pulling over the car. We were in a uh, country squire wagon. Anybody, Ford Country Squire paneling on the side? Mm -hmm. For those of you who are baby boomers, you know what that is. Um, And he stopped the car, turned around, looked at the three of us, and he said, I know what the pastor just said in there. And we were all looking at each other. It was on turning the other cheek and being kind and um, looking looking to the best interest of others. It was a sermon on that. And uh, he said, but you're not going to be like that. Nuh-uh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, the one thing you have in this life is your name, and you're not going to be a wimp. You can use those words. You're not going to be somebody mm-hmm. that just gives it away. You're not going to be, you're going to stand up for yourselves. You're going to, and if somebody picks wow. a, it, it went on for a while. The three of us are <laughs> sitting in the back seat going, yeah. okay okay and it was it was pride of life it was Mm. you don't get treated that way and if you get treated that way you fight and it was it was it was power over weakness it Mm. was definitely power over weakness
3: so do you would you say that based on your experience with other people that you've been friends with throughout the years that that was a common uh teaching passed down from
1: my generation to
3: your generation most
1: definitely and
3: now you all are and now you all are leading the church Correct, uh-huh.
1: and and it's a reflection of that. It's yeah. a reflection of uh, what was con- perceived as weakness um, was to be <clears throat> was to be crushed and pried out of you, uh-huh. and and you are to um, even if I remember even he said even if you're overmatched and you feel like you're gonna lose, you do not show your fear, and you. F- I would rather have you come home bludgeoned. Than not having fought. Okay. And so yeah. he turns wow. around, we drive home, the three of us get out of the car and goes, What was the sermon on? Because <laughs> <laughs> the three of us were like, What was he talking about? We we honestly were like, yeah. no clue. Like he could he could not have ever said that to he's he lived that way mm. and he demonstrated life that way. And so we knew all that, but he assumed somehow some way we were paying attention.
2: Yeah. We were That's not true. paying attention. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You only paid attention after, until after he said all of that. And it was like, like when oh. they, it was like being sat down and told you absolutely are forbidden to go to the movie Jaws. Right. They leave the room, we look at each other and go, oh, We we're gotta going. go see Jaws.
3: <laughs> we actually watched that last weekend. Side note. <laughs> The original, yeah, it's on TV. (laughs)
1: This was no boating accident. Yeah. All right. So.
3: But there, there, I mean, that's interesting because you know that generation that was given that is now not just leading the church, but the financial sector, the marketplace. Oh yeah. Politics. I mean, it's like it's so ingrained.
1: We play Mm -hmm. to win. We we show no weakness. There is. um, Wow. uh, Business is is yeah i am i am by many means this is this is was the great struggle for my dad and me was i showed kindness mm-hmm. i'm like i mm-hmm. i couldn't help myself I would stand up for the people being bullied i it was like you can't treat people like that yeah and he he just struggled with me it's okay so were you taught similar things as a or was it I know we didn't try to teach that to you, Alyssa, but it may have come. Yeah, that through. wasn't
0: something that I would say I was taught <laughs> at all. No, I don't think Zach would say that either. I mean, Zach's one of the kindest people you'll meet. Yeah, he's kinder than me by a lot.
2: <laughs> no, I think for me that that represent both sides represent such a misunderstanding of Jesus. Right back to Alyssa's point, mm-hmm. Jesus wasn't passive no. and turning the other cheek in its context is not doormat at all it's actually a way of shaming the The other person the other person
0: yeah he was a disruptor for sure right this
2: the like the this was such creative non uh violent resistance that you know we miss it completely we just think it meant being passive and letting things happen and that's what your dad thought yeah, those words, meant, Which yeah. is not true. No, but it was um, what he was
1: taught and what we were taught. Totally. Oh, yeah. of course we were
2: taught that. Absolutely. Biblical masculinity is that. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, when you realize that's not at all what Jesus taught or modeled, right? <laughs> you're you're like, oh, okay. That that was an invention of a cultural archetype, correct? Pressed mm-hmm. into a, a, an understanding of you know the text that just didn't right. at all represent the heart of what the the whole movement's about. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when you're taking communion every week and you're you're celebrating the weakness yes. that, you know, that is actually strength. Yeah. But in the moment it looked like weakness, right? And you're and you're repudiating the strength of Rome to put someone to death, to socially humiliate them, to remove their rights. Mm-hmm. Um and they think that's strength, but in, you know, yeah. that turns out to be the biggest weakness of all. So your dad, I mean, the w- w- how how much larger a weakness could there be hmm. to have to project so much strength um and thankfully you didn't receive that message well <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah cause problems but yes, yes. i yes. didn't so as that now filters its way through culture through church cuz i think it's a cultural problem too i think it's not just the church problem we're mm-hmm. experiencing it on on levels that um, I think we're seeing part of part of the full manifestation of that in just the way that our political parties it, treat each other yeah um, how we how we treat races, how we treat um, uh, uh, it's yeah,
0: I do think there's the other side of the not Mm -hmm. the coin, but just like another side of this is there was less access to information. There was less access to tools and resources to, you know, understand the mind to understand psychology and, you know, what's actually happening beneath the surface. Like there was no access to that information. It, It wasn't, it it's just now becoming more common knowledge than it's ever been before. Mm-hmm. Now we have more language. We have more understanding of how the brain works and how emotions work and how like your dad's really just a scared little boy. Like that's right. what he was. Right. But like he didn't have words for that. No one around him had the ability to show him that. Right. And, and it came out as anger. Right. Yeah. And so, but nobody, nobody had the understanding or you know the the space to to get there with him because culture hadn't evolved there yet and so we've the -hmm. thing that i think will be interesting is we're watching culture do this in large cities Mm -hmm. around the united states there's a push towards mental health there's a push towards understanding what's beneath everything yeah and as we go deeper into those things we um, create safer environments for people to be vulnerable, for people to change. Like, all of those things are happening. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, which, I mean, I think history shows, in theory, <laughs> in theory. that <laughs> the church will eventually catch up to that, and there will be a... Uh,
1: but the church should lead that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they won't. They won't. It, it, history shows that it, the I church know. won't. And the so, church is reactive to culture. Right, and so if... I think the beauty of this, and maybe I'm just making stuff up because eh, I can, but is that the the culture is actually going back towards Christ-like nature without the church, and eventually the church
1: will catch up to the
0: culture. We'll find it. And we'll realize, oh, they're being more like Jesus than we have been, and we have a lot to learn.
1: That would take a crazy amount of humility on behalf of the church.
0: So maybe... Maybe it won't happen. Maybe it takes, you know, the church starting over in a lot of ways, mm. which I think is eventually what will happen.
1: Yeah. Do you think? Uh,
0: because my generation is not going to give our money to this. Right. We're not going to give our money to the man-made manipulation machine. Machine. We're not going to do it. And definitely our kids aren't going to. So it'll die out. You've
1: been over to Europe a few times. Many yeah. trips, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, you've gone to a couple of cathedrals over there. Yes, they're gorgeous, beautiful, yeah, empty, empty. Why do you suppose? Is there anything we're tracking here hmm. that would track that tracked there? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah,
0: history just repeats itself. Uh-huh. At least they have pretty buildings left standing. Ooh. We just get clean white ones. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> no one's touring that. We're just tearing them down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's
1: some truth to that. There are some pretty buildings downtown Nashville. But, but I, think, I think the power over structure of the church mm. in Europe ultimately brought it to its knees. Yeah, we just look different.
0: I just think that at the end of the day, if we watch culture start to learn more about the fact that humanity—I'm going to say something controversial—isn't actually bad, um, but is good, and is loving, and is um, is going to do good and advocate for each other if we can. See that, recognize that, and harness that.
1: It moves it in a different direction. It does,
0: yeah. and I hope the church catches up. I hope we catch up.
1: You have any other thoughts? No. Like? No. Susie. No. 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 Well, we'll give a list. Of the last word on that front.
0: <clears throat> Thank and you. You can email me at me at AlyssaMcNally.com. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: um, I, I think as we move forward as Journey Church, we're, we're trying to make everybody welcome at the table. And uh, mm-hmm. in, our, in our weaknesses, we realize that everyone has weaknesses. And the invitation is that all are welcome. And so hopefully we can live that out over the next few years and some people will come that weren't welcome other places well thanks for joining us for another journey now and we will see you next week
0: if you enjoyed today's episode we would love it if you would share a screenshot of this episode to your instagram story and tag us at journey underscore tn and don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app